What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Celsius Podcast, episode number 37. Yes, it is. Now, Aiden, tell us, why is your face like that? Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> finish the intro first. Guys, what is today's date? Barbenheimer. It's July 21st. Guess what came out today? Barbie and Oppenheimer. And the temperature the is 71 also- degrees. The weather Barbenheimer short for Barbara Heimer, the Jewish mother who lives across the neighborhood. No. But uh, um let's see. Uh, but also the two movies releasing on the same day. So what mm-hmm. us three did was we went plus on, two others. Plus two others yeah. not on the podcast. We Woke up at 10 a.m. and then stayed awake for two hours. But then we drove to the theater, did a 1 p.m. showing of Barbie to a 3 p.m. showing of Oppenheimer. Five hours? In total, it took like five hours of watching. Yeah, almost and... six. Yeah, almost six. Yeah. It was crazy. But first, we got to start off with what we're always doing, which is what we're watching. Hey. Oh. So let's have what Ori start us off. We have been watching you, sexy, sexy men. Okay, guys. So there's a new show. There's a show on Apple TV Plus. It's called The After Party. It's the second season. The first season oh. is kind of like an anthology murder mystery type of thing, where it's like the first season was like so. There's this like an old high school graduation, and then there's like one of them is like a really famous who got one of the students is like a really famous who became really famous and he came back but then it in like the first shot of the show he, he's dead and so they're at it, and it's at his after party after the graduation so that's why it's called the after party i broke your brain okay and Whoa. so then and so then there's like a cop who comes and then each episode is kind of like a retelling of what happened during the events through through each person's point of view and, like, there's a bunch of, like, little things that add up. Like, there's parts in one story that adds up to another person's, to parts in a different story that make up, like, a full story by the end of the season to find out who did it. And at the end of season one, we find out that it was the nerdy kid who, who did it. It was the nerdy guy who did it because uh, he was mad that he never became famous like the, like the guy who became famous. <laughs> So how is season two? Okay, so off? it picks off. off so two characters got together at the end of last season, and so they're going to mm-hmm. her, one of the characters' sister's wedding. Um, sister's wedding, but then it's similar thing. But instead, now her the sister's <laughs> husband br- br- is groom. He's dead. The groom is dead. And so then the first oh. episode was like the main guy from last season. He's also the main guy of this season. And so the first episode is his version of events. And there's like a cop who last season she was a cop, but she's back in this season. She gave out to be a cop. And now she's an author who wrote events of last season into her book. Oh, and now, but now she's book. back to solve this murder, even though she's not a cop anymore because she, she got, wants to. She wants to help the friends who because he called her to come. But the thing about it is, logistically, yeah. how likely is it for a guy to have two murders in his life? You know, like, like I felt yeah. this 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 thing just doesn't really work all that much for like 
this guy uh, for like a anthology series. I feel like it could have made sense if like they kept the only character they kept the same is like the cop lady, and it's like different murders she solves. So like knives out. Yeah, I felt like show. that could work because like logistically, how likely is it for this guy to have two murders in his life? You know. Very, I, very. I, I, I guess. Um, it's like I think. Phil Lord and Christopher Milliday executive producer show. It's pretty funny um, sometimes. It's like they, they because each perspective is different. They allow different types of genres through each episode. One's like Victorian. One's just animated. One's like noir detective. So it's like different perspectives, and each person's like their own unreliable narrator of events. And so it allows for different kind of stories to be told in that time frame. And so yeah, they released the first three episodes and. I don't know, they seem pretty good. In other news, I've been watching Secret Invasion. I think it's the second to last. Oh my god, guys, it's the weekly Secret, early second Secret to last invasion episode of the season. And things. Are they getting this better episode was actually or getting not that bad? It was pretty good. Um, so it's like <laughs> things are kind of coming between, like. Um, so. We find out what Gravik, the villain of the show, kind of wants. He wants this thing called the Harvest. And that's a thing Nick Fury made. It's like a DNA of all the Avengers that he made after the Battle of Earth. Oh. And Nick Fury made that. And Gravik was actually, I think, was in charge of the team trying to get the DNA. But then I think he wanted the DNA. So Nick Fury hit it. And that's why he... F- Wait, yeah, which one is Battle of it, Earth? Was it Endgame one? Or was it... Or was it, that's um, the what, or, one, or was it the New York one? Oh. That's in New York, I think. Okay, yeah, it might have been like New, York, New York or um. I swear I've heard something called that before. It's, I think it might have been New York, the first before? Avengers. Anyway, but, and so yeah, that is I don't know. Old. I think no, oh, it, it is like, okay. It then like that makes sense because a lot, of, I guess, blood was spilt there, and mm-hmm. so something, and so that's his goal to get the mm-hmm. DNA. And Gaia, who's the daughter of Talos, her job in this episode is trying to, trying to be able to bury her father who died last episode by Gravik. Oh, so that's yeah. her goal. And then we have, throughout this season, we've had like this British officer who's kind of a very sneaky woman who's managed to figure out that all of these guys are like squirrels and she's like kind of like a frenemy of Nick Fury and they kind of work together. But, and they're both kind of working out to take down the squirrels. And so, but then Nick Fury's, mm. I think he's realized this is too much. And so he's planning to give the harvest to Gravik. And that's where the kind of episode ends off with the final episode being. So he's, he's, gonna he's giving to give it, it to the, the bad, bad guy. guy. And so we're going to see Ooh. how that. Oh, I'm assuming they want to be able to like. I, yeah, into that's, the Avengers. yeah, that's what it seems like it. But and James Rhodes, Rhodey, he's also having his own theory things because he's like kind of working for Gravik, but also kind of working on himself, but by himself. Yeah, the scroll version of Rhodey. And then last episode, they there was an attempt on the president's life, but the Nick Fury managed to save him, and so Gravik wasn't able to start the war with Russia like he wanted to. And so we're gonna see how that all Mm. culminates. I'm gonna say this show. It got incrementally better, I, th- I feel like, through each episode. But, you know, I don't know if it's the... It's definitely not the worst MCU show. It's not, not the best. What do you guys think is the best, though? Yeah, uh, maybe. Loki. I like What If. 
Yeah. What if? I don't think I've seen Loki. What if? I did too. I liked What If a lot. Yeah, What If was really good. I feel like. Yeah, I watching it week by week was really good. And following they were these. all like. Yeah. And really so connected. I would say yeah. that, but the show, it's nice, but I feel like it lacks something for me to really bite on creatively, and I just don't know if I can like, like, am okay. It's like getting to a point where, do I next MCU show? Do I really care enough to watch it? I don't know. Have you cared I have, to watch like, the other I feel ones? like when the hype, because like when Disney Plus came out. They had a bunch of like MCU shows they were planning. So when the first three shows came out, people were really into them. I think like Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon Winter Soldier. And I feel like it kind of plateaued our interest, um, generally because like yeah. okay, it's good, but like not good enough for us to actually really care enough about these shows. Like Miss Marvel, come on, do we really? I don't know. I watched like an episode of that. I thought it had cool effects. It was better than like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They're g- I liked it. I mean, I like it was. It wasn't good, but I liked it. They're more good than, like, shows, shows, but they have the biggest sin of just being kind of meh. That's their biggest sin. That because like yeah. a bad show is a bad show, and watching the idol could be, be could be just fun, or you can watch a really great show like I don't know Succession. That's really good. Yeah, it's like a bell curve. And that might be the biggest like, sin it's commit like any of these shows kind of commit. They're just kind of there. They're like they're like the vanilla superhero shows, I guess. Yeah, or just like but vanilla Nick, TV. I'd say Samuel Jackson is a pretty good pretty good in this movie in this show. Um he's like he's kind of interesting as like a different type of Nick Fury, but yeah. Yeah, and so other than that, I've been re-watching some Quentin Tarantino movies. I watched Inglor. Mm. Well, he's, he's gonna make one, his movie. final one coming up. And then I think... Mm-hmm. Wait, is no, that the one that we saw the trailer for? He's gonna make a, a move, oh, final yeah, movie about a, like a critic who is like, it's gonna be called The Critic or something. And it's like, he, you, you can Google it, but it's like a movie about like a critic who who never got famous but really lived. That's his. That's what he says of the movie. And I think I was going to make like a Netflix show, but he made a movie like in 2009 or something called Inglorious Bastards, and that movie's phenomenal. It's about like an alternate, oh, yeah. alternate World War II really kind of history where it. like Hitler didn't kill himself; he was killed by like this group of ragtag American Jewish soldiers. And then we see like um, there's this German guy, the actor Christoph Waltz. He plays like a like the kind of like the villain of the movie, Hans Landa. But he's also, but then he kind of plays the reverse character in di- another Quentin Tarantino movie, Did Django Unchained, where he plays like um, a, a slavery despising bounty hunter in America. And so he actually won, this actor won Oscars for both of the roles. And so. Uh, yeah, I think I had to watch a clip it, of it. That's what I watched it in film comp, but I, I saw it in like COVID. Film comp. It's a good movie. I think you should check yeah. it out. It's like it's like Quentin Tarantino movie. Have you seen any back? I feel like you're, uh, you no, might I really like them because they're very quirky. Like they're very defined. They feel like very like unique type of movies. I feel like it's very they're very like kind of technical. Mm. They're very very unique and like it's so fun to just watch these types of movies. 
don't kill bill that's a good one um kill bill those two are good movies uh pulp fiction obviously that's the iconic one but that's yeah. kind of been where I've been up to and wrapping of all the movies and TV shows I've been watching. So yeah, I'll watch the secret last episode of Secret Invasion, which I assume is going to be. I'm going to watch the more Quinn and Tarantino movies. Yeah, and then I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of Futurama is coming in three days. Exciting! Oh, three days! Wow! Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then there's Quinn like a new week. Dan Harmon show True. called Crapopolis. Nah, I sent a trailer. Oh. Oh, you, oh yeah, fine. you sent the trailer for that. Uh, but, Beck, where are you yeah. watching, my good Bextifer? Alright. I've watched, like, mostly one thing, but I'll talk about that next. I watched, like, one episode of. You guys, have you guys heard oh, of I've seen the Elementary? Entire show. You've seen the yeah, entire yeah, show? I've talked about it. It's, it's good. I, I, love, I like it. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. I tried watching <laughs> the first fun. episode. It it's trying really hard to be like The Office or like Parks. Oh no, it won a few Emmys. And that it won a few Emmys. I don't know. It's um, it's not clicking with me. I might try to finish watching because it's only like yeah. eleven. I mean, episodes, th- there's two seasons, so it's kind of short. Yeah, next one's like oh, two seasons. Episodes. I, oh, okay. I think, like, if you commit uh, to it, yeah. you might enjoy it, because you enjoyed Ted Lasso, even though, I don't know, I feel yeah. like some TV shows, like, I saw this thing on Reddit, like, I watched this, uh, I think he said, I watched, tried watching Manifest, like, three times, first time it didn't click, oh, second yeah. time it didn't click, third time it didn't click, sometimes it just happens, that happened to me with Mad Men, I only clicked on it, like, it really got into it the third time. So sometimes it happens. I don't know if you guys ever felt that. Yeah, I know that. I I only watched like the first season of Bojack Horseman, and then the second season I clicked with me and then I binged it like yeah. two times. It's yeah, I don't know. I'll try. But mainly I have been um very close to finishing Steven Universe. So I um I think I left off last episode mm. where I was in like halfway through season two and now I'm halfway through season. So let's just say five. you you're really so you're really hitting with it. Is that is that yeah. safe to say? Yeah. So yeah, I've been like three seasons in a week, and um, it's good. Like I I would say but... it's a good show. But but sometimes it'll have like bad episodes. I feel like season three kind of has felt the strongest to me. Mm-hmm. And like um season four had like a lot more weaker episodes, it was kinda hard to get through. And then season five, you're you it's like wrapping up so you have a lot more plot focused ones, which are very mm-hmm. engaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's oh. a lot of twists in the last, like, ten episodes of the series. Alright, yeah, I will definitely mm-hmm. have those finished. But, and the, yeah. The movie gets removed later this week, so you better yeah, finish so the I, I, On this recording date, I have, like, ten days to finish it and watch the movie, because for some reason they're removing a movie that I think they have full rights to from the streaming mm-hmm. service. Streaming service mm-hmm. wars. Yeah, that's What would you say are the main... No, it's just not paying residuals. That's, like... 
every time if you have full rights to a Wow, what would you say are the main themes of Steven Universe? Um, I don't know. Not killing. I don't know. It is, like, very... Is it it campy? Like, it's kind of stupid. Like, he'll, like, just, like, take out someone's physical form where they're still, like, completely alive, and then it'll be, like... But, like, and then, then, like, act like he had to kill them. It was Mm -hmm. weird. Like Don't he just worry, feels... he actually kills people in future. It's really bad. Let's go. <laughs> he shatters Jasper in future. Spoilers! What? Bro. No, Vec, don't watch future, please. I... No, the thing is, I want to, like, at least watch it so I can be, like, understanding of, like, everyone's thoughts around it. Because if I only watch, like, the first show, it's like, I don't like relate to you with hating future and like that there's like three good episodes of future and the movie is good and yeah one thing that is kind of like weird to i have Mm -hmm. two things that are kind of weird for me they don't really know how to do a good season finale that's unfortunate which is like weird because like here's what you're season two it ends with so a, a random backstory episode. Okay, that's that's because it got split in half, and that's yeah, the best. Yeah, that makes do. sense. But then season three, you think it ends like, oh my god, they take out the main villain. Okay, cool, good end of season. But no, then you have two episodes of them like going to space, and then he's trapped in space for another one. I'm like, you could have just ended it here. It would have worked. It mm-hmm. kind of just, too much falling action for me. They like kind of made the ending. Not feel as impactful. Yeah, but you get to hear the full full uh, end credits song. You, you do. <laughs> and it's really good. You know, okay, that is one thing that I think they've done a lot more in like the in seasons two through five. A lot mm-hmm. more songs. Like in season one, I was like, oh, it was like there's a lot of songs that I'm like, okay, like every like few episodes of the song. But mm-hmm. they go like really good on the songs in like mm. later in the later seasons and mm-hmm. they also do good like um character songs you know like a character was just singing their emotions which Anytime is something i really like a song about pink diamond or uh rose yeah there's also one episode that just has like five songs which is crazy mr greg it's one of the best episodes so just to recap yeah. would you say this show has like you so you say you're interested in the show obviously now but you'd say there's more good yeah. than bad of it. There's more. Yes. It's just like sometimes the bad is just like kind of. It's more over glaring. Yeah. Cringe or just like kind of mm-hmm. just generic. Yeah. It's kind of hard for that. But the good is yeah. really good. And then like also they sometimes are just like weird like, okay, um, we're going to give random 30 minute episodes instead of the typical like 11 minute episodes to some really weird choices of episodes like mm-hmm. what is this like oh steven's uncle is in town let's do yeah, a I knew you were 30 minute episode up. yeah mm-hmm. i'm like you could have used these two part episodes a lot more effectively mm-hmm. cuz sometimes they'll just like end one episode and then immediately jump to picking up on the next one I don't know how you were able to, like, watch this, like, 
on regular TV. So just just to recap. Yeah. Overall thoughts. Yeah. Overall thoughts, good show. You gotta wait for the character development in season one and all that, and then it really picks up in season two and three. And then you have all the plot to carry you. Is um is the new like reboot still airing? Or Okay. Okay. I just wonder. When did the reboot happen? Uh, okay. I can look it up. Like, but like time between end of first thing and start of revival. Uh, Steven Universe Future came out in 2019. Ah, okay. Okay, so Aiden, what have you been watching? Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, watched- that's all. yeah. So I really only watched one thing because I went to uh, Florida this weekend and didn't end up watching. He got shot there, but uh, he did get shot in Florida. No, I I did not. But the uh, one I do look like this though because I got my wisdom teeth removed yesterday. Yeah, we're gonna put this. We're gonna put an image right now. (laughs) We are not putting the image on there. Um. So. The one thing I watched was on the plane right back. It, it's, I think it's one of my top ten movies. Ooh. Are you ready? Holes. It's Toy Story 3. Great Toy movie. Story 3. I yeah. think that movie is excellent in everything that it does. It gives every character their main spotlight at some point. It's action-packed, great storytelling, voice acting, animation... Everything I Wait, think in the um, movie is perfect. In in Toy Story three, there's a character that I feel a yeah. I know. I, I don't know. It's, about, it's like a character I feel familiar with. Guys, we watched Barbenheimer. <laughs> we did watch Barbenheimer. We did. Barbie was in Toy Story three. And guess is what? what? Was Just like Barbie in was. Toy Story three, Ken is the hero. We're gonna get to. And we're gonna get to um, man rights activist Beck views later. Um, yeah. So, are you ready? So, Aiden. Uh, yeah, I think we should talk about yeah, Barbie so, first. Yeah. Barbie first. Beck. Barbie okay, so we're just gonna give our own like some view and thoughts, like what we yeah. what we felt during the theater, where our expectations were, what happened, coming out of it what we felt, and then we can do some general discussion, or we can just move on to Oppenheimer. But, Beck, you get to go first, like, go tell us your process through it, what you felt during the movie, what you felt coming out, what you felt like now after you've seen it after a few hours. Alright, so, I was going into Barbie thinking, okay, this is gonna be kind of a generic brand movie that's gonna be, like, kind of middle of the road. I watched it. And I was like, okay, there are some really good jokes in here. Favorites? Um, it does... Any favorite jokes? What? The beating yeah. off joke was funny. But also that was in like, the trailer, so I already saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then um, mm-hmm. you go through all the plot. Uh, the plot, I don't know, it was a bit weird, in my opinion. Like, uh... Kind of hard to follow. Not not hard to follow, just like kind of went in some like weird places that I don't know, didn't really feel that natural. Mm-hmm. Like, um, okay, so 
Oh, spoilers, spoilers alert. So talk about it. Spoilers. So, the, like, the main emotional, like, thing is, like, between Barbie and this, like, this mom that plays with the Barbie. You know her name. And you have all that. And then you weirdly have this side plot where, okay, and then you have, like, Mattel trying to fight them and, like, Barbie can't be in the real world. Um, so we have all this follow, and then Barbie just run left Barbie land, gets the mom, goes back to Barbie land. The Mattel CEO follows them, and then they just completely fall out of the plot for like no reason. Yeah, kind no, of they, confusing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then you have this weird plot where like Ken becomes red pill right wing activist, mm-hmm. where he now. Takes oh, over Barbie Land with like horses and so like real. a lot of beers, and then introduces mis- misogyny into the Barbie world. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but you did have like Ken singing his song, which was like the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, we had we got a a photo ticket booth with uh-huh. the Ken thing. And it's in black and white for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but Ken has his famous song, I'm Just Ken. Ken. It was which, really good. This is like what I said earlier, as I really like it when like, a character like sings their emotions to the camera. Mm-hmm. And it's like a parody of that, which is yeah. really funny. That was, guys, for the audience, that was Beck being sarcastic when he says he really likes it. Yeah, it's yeah like, okay. <laughs> no, but I swear, like some guy, some guy's gonna watch them and be like, "Yeah, the uh, Ken was the good." Yeah, and, and that guy was Beck. Unfortunately, Beck kept saying to us, "Ken was right." Um, but yeah, so yeah, but also like this film was not made for three male high schoolers. <laughs> no. I very much doubt the director was like, yeah, this is So, but Beck, them. give us some more definitive thoughts here. Like, um, what were your thoughts on some, like, story beats, plot points, like, some spe- Like, I-, I heard you didn't like the, like, the speech the mom made, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that one probably hits a lot more if you can, mm-hmm. like, relate to it. Like, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. Um, I kind of just saw this as, like, just a plain comedy. You don't need to uh-huh. take a lot of emotions from it. It the uh, emotion of like, like the emotional arc. I just did no. not see it. Like it was so like obscured because it's like, all right, it's Barbie, and then like, it's like the mom's having an existential mm-hmm. crisis, but then Barbie talks to her creator, and then she becomes a real human. It was hard to follow, like what the th- what theme you were supposed to get besides yeah. um. So the themes that I took away was that, uh, whim- uh girl power, uh, yeah. guy power, girl power yeah. times two, be yourself, be who you want to be. Uh, there's like eight more mm-hmm. that I'm missing. There's a lot of like a lot more. I just feel be like yourself. yeah. I don't. Some of the themes we take away from this movie, I don't think they're really meant for us. But I feel like we can still appreciate them to a certain yeah. factor. Because, like, I don't think it was really... Like, obviously, this is very... It's like, they kind of flip it, like, you know... We were in a theater full of women. 
It was oh, yeah, really like funny because we were just like, we walked into like five guys into like a theater that was just wait. How does a restaurant walk into a theater? Five guys. What? what? <laughs> oh my shut god, up. bro! Shut <laughs> up. But no, so back. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like the, I feel like so, there were definitely some story beats that kind of could have been cleaned up a bit. But so, yeah. do would you say that when? You could, it sacrificed like a lot of stuff for just jokes, and I didn't. So I didn't really like try to take the emotion stuff. Would seriously. you say that you um, felt better about the movie coming out of the theater than you are now? Oh no! At, coming out of the theater, I was like, "Oh, that was a really good film," and now I'm like, "Okay, that was a okay yeah film. no." I feel like mm. I mean, like every time you walk out of a theater, it usually like like hits you as like that was good you never i don't feel like i've ever walked out of a theater and it's like that's bad it's mostly like when you sit on it a bit more and you like yeah. think about it no i was kind of confused what the themes of the movie were gonna kind of be because i was like thinking one part when in the beginning of the movie i thought maybe they would do a theme of like you know how like each barbie has like one like like this is this barbie and this is this barbie i thought it was maybe something breaking oh, yeah. out of like just one role and everybody can do like Everybody can be like movie. a <laughs> like the oh, yeah. one thing that was crazy to me was like I was surprised when like this movie just got made because they kind of make fun of Mattel. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I read that thing where the CEO it's was really okay with that. It. It's like you know what we made some bad decisions in the past. You can make fun of it. Yeah, and I give them a lot of credit for yeah. doing that. Like when. Also, they just have like a Warner Brothers Discovery building in the background. And, of one of but them. this movie, <clears throat> for you, Beck, just wrap up your what are your total thoughts on it? Um, it's a good film. I would recommend you watch it and just go into it thinking like, okay, good comedy, mm-hmm. fun time. You'll you'll get a couple of the Barbie yeah. references. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, you. I, this is something you could very easily just like watch when it comes out of the streaming i don't, I don't think you necessarily need to watch yeah. it in theaters but yeah so aiden yeah. you can tell us some of your thoughts going in the theater your hype okay. yeah everything so so i mean the trailers didn't give no. much away of the movie yeah which is good they only give away like the first half but you know how most movies have like a have like a first act second act third act yeah that's uh so the third act felt like the first act and like the seventh act felt like the third act there was a lot of stuff a lot of acts there was a lot of different parts of the movie i enjoyed each of the parts of the movie i feel like they all could have been their own separate movies and all all the characters were well written it was funny uh all the sets were well designed i think it was a good movie yeah i think there was too much Mm -hmm. going on yeah, one thing I just want to add is I feel like they could have toned down the jump scares a bit for Back like the small children. At one point, and it was really funny. <laughs> there was a random jump scare by like the weird Not Barbie. He was just he, he spooked himself <laughs> for some reason. I don't even know why. I screamed audibly in the theater, and I feel like a lot of people around me were really confused. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I I think the movie could have ended mm. a lot earlier. Oh yeah, definitely. That's what mm-hmm. I think. 
but I'm glad it went for as long as it did. I it, I enjoyed okay. the whole thing. So overall positive yeah. is lessened or is a lesson a few hours since? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because usually when you come out of a movie, you have time to process it, but we didn't have time to process it because we had to go immediately to Oppenheimer. Yeah. So, One... um, but I, th- I think I still like it as much as I did in the theater. I give it like a 7 mm. or 8 out of 10. Yeah. I don't know. Also, like, I kind of feel like well, as I just remember this, the two human characters, I don't even remember their names, were very, like, mm-hmm. underbaked. Yeah. Like, yeah. they were, like, the daughter was only there to be, like, oh, you remember when you played Barbie dolls with your kid? Such good Average times. liberal daughter would like, be, like... Oh, that, that plot twist was also really bad. That was so yeah, obvious. Like, I knew it immediately. Yeah, as soon as he oh, did really? the drawings, that was yeah. kind of obvious. Yeah. Also, like, a lot of things didn't really make sense, like, in when they go into the Mattel room and Ruth is there, it's like, how does that work? And also, what, okay, one other thing is, like, they're trying to put Barbie in a box, and, like, so you're just gonna put her in the box, what are you gonna do when she's in the box? You're just gonna, like, keep her? I don't... Ship her off back to Barbie land, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, they didn't really explain that that much. There's a lot of world building that didn't happen. It's, yeah, it's... It's a very like, like that happen in Barbie Land affect the real world, but also they works backwards. But do they affect the real time. world? Okay, I don't. I'm know. gonna get like, that like, in my like, part the, review. The Ken's Mojo, the Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa, Casa House existed yeah. in the real world after he made it. So I don't really. But know. okay, I think I'll, I'll get my review now. But just before I get my review, yeah, I want to say time. I'm reading this article. It's like. Barbie owner Mattel plants 45 movies based on their toy IPs. 45? I did see what that other, also. What other, like, brands okay, does well, Mattel they need at least 20, like, They need at least 20 buy. Barbie sequels. And then, I don't know, um... Alan movie? I don't know. <laughs> well, just getting... look. Here, I'm just gonna go to the Mattel website IPs. and read off what they have. So, okay, our brand Mattel? portfolio. Barbie, oh, Hot Wheels, they have oh, Uno, Barbie. I guess. That'd Yo, be I cannot Barney the Dinosaur? That's Barney. an 24 movie. Or Barney. Um, they own oh, They do not own cars. No, they um, don't own Uno, cars. They own Holly. a bunch of toys. They have um, Thomas. This is just train. all like the t- toys they did, they've mm-hmm. made. Well, yeah. But oh yeah, Magic Eight Ball. They're making an eight ball movie, I think. What? Like a horror. Is that movie. is that gonna be like the Death Note or what? I don't know. How's, how's the Magic Eight Ball gonna be a mm-hmm. movie? But okay, I'll get my review now. So going into Barbie. Oh, it's a ho- horror comedy from Cocaine Bear. Fun. So it's gonna be the best ball. movie ever. Oh. But um, okay, so I'll get my review. Going into the theater. First, I gotta say, I feel like it's kind of a benefit and a curse that no matter what, on this day, we've kind of interlinked these two movies together that perhaps should not be that interlinked. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's, that's what's it's funny. It's funny, about but it. at the cost of like kind of jeopardizing each viewing experience. But I would yeah. say the Barbie movie overall, good movie. I liked it. I came out of the theater, I liked it. I'm here now, I like it. It's a good movie to say overall. But going to the, there was definitely some funny moments. Obviously, I think 
Margot Robbie did a really good job acting as Barbie. I th- Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Margot Ryan Gosling, really great good. as Ken. I like Simu Liu. Um, he was great as that Ken. And then Alan. I think Alan's probably like the funny character, the really fun, funny character of the movie for me. I think he was like that. Was just his his tiny part was really funny. The CEOs, they kind of like yeah. they kind of burned out their storyline. Um, they could have fixed that a bit more. Um, I would say this movie was very interesting. It's like the themes, they kind of like a parody within themselves. Like, you know, like, because they even say like, you know, Margot Robbie is not the person you want to say for someone who is not pretty. There is a, there is a, there is definitely yeah. some sort of metal level to this movie of like some kind of parody, but also kind of like, yeah, it is girl power. We should do this, but also kind of like making fun of it, which is kind of the point of like Barbie in this movie that she's kind of like, you know, she's seeing the real world and that she's not being, it's not, she didn't really change anything. But there was like, I yeah. think some story beats that I don't think personally made sense, but like the daughter, I found her kind of like, as you said, underbaked, undercooked. She was kind of just annoying little character. I didn't feel like. Yeah, like, you, I swear, you could remove her from the plot and, like, and, like, not have to change, mm-hmm. like, anything. All she does is, like, mm-hmm. say, like, two lines. I still do think a lot of our problems stem from uh, us yeah. not being. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. But also, like, you, that's like fifty percent of the population. Yeah. So. But um, Let's try I, know, but... I wanted to say that it was funny, interesting. But I don't know if um, just defeating Ken is like the is that really the big thing? Yeah, no, he, he no, should no, stay defeating, Like, is that really the like the <laughs> climax of the movie? Just defeating Ken? I don't know. I, it was yeah. it, it was interesting. It was I weird. liked it. I feel like it was a bit weird but i enjoyed it like this movie was it had very good jokes um what did you guys think of kind of like the like the narrator the creator of barbie ruth i feel like that was kind of well used but i don't know did they get like the the original person that made is that is that does that actor the one that actually made barbie or no barbie Because, like barbie was made like really the person's name was actually ruth handler but it's not. I don't think it's yeah. the same person. Um, she died. She died in two thousand two. Exploits financial crimes. In the, oh, it looks like she probably did. Uh, so in the movie they say she. Uh, so she actually the did them. Right? The financial crimes. It yeah. Like she probably. Yeah, it looks like she did actually do that. I was gonna say that. Okay, wait. I'm actually. I'm gonna say that right now. Actually, mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna be like upset by the world building of this thing, like. Oh, it doesn't make sense, like, how it connects to the real world. Obviously, it's not perfect, but I didn't really expect it to be. So I just kind of let the, take me, take, go with the flow of, like, what them, like, oh, they go to Barbie Land, they go back, it's, like, connects to the real world. I wasn't too bothered by that. I was fine with it, because I just, like, okay, it's fine. It probably doesn't, if you break into it, it doesn't make the most sense, but, like, what things do, like, us, that world makes no sense. You know, the world of us. Like, if you really deep di- deep dive into any world, probably doesn't make that much sense. But I, Barbie, I know, I was kind of confused by, like, what, like, kind of, like, the overall message was trying to be. Obviously, I'm still, I'm a man, so I don't really know. But it's like, so what, the Kens yeah. just go back to being second-class citizens at the end? Or, 
No, they get one judge roll. True. Yeah. And so uh, I guess Yeah. I was that was like the only thing I was really confused about. Like, so what okay, and then like they there it says, okay, it'll be they'll they'll be like the women of this world in real life. And so it's like Yeah. I don't know if that made for the best guys. They have they have Mar- they have Margot Robbie uh uh Barbie dolls and Ryan Gosling uh no. dolls. Nice. And so, and so I would right. say well I I felt like there was themes that I missed because obviously a man, but I enjoy the meta layer parody aspect of it that I quite like. Like the like you know that that those presents in the movie of like you know, like she didn't actually change anything, but then it's like, but then they, but then like I guess I like the message that like you know that you know it was hopeful, but like it wasn't too much. I felt like it was good. It was good. The messages could have been like maybe tightened up a bit. I don't know, but the it was overall a good movie. Cool. Culturally, I think Oppenheimer is probably going to make a bigger impact, and so that's why I'm going to move on to Oppenheimer. All right, I don't know. Yeah, about, but wait. Speaking of Oppenheimer, right. thing, speaking of Oppenheimer, should... uh, I got to do something. Wow! Wow, guys, he's in black and white like Oppenheimer. Oh, he's going to blow up the Japanese people. <laughs> All right. Um. Final thing before moving on to Oppenheimer, I would, we should probably watch uh, another review probably by a woman before before deciding whether to go because I don't know maybe it stuck better. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Oppenheimer time. Oppie, it's my boy Oppie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys, want me to start? Sure. All right. We get the same orders last time. So, me. I have never seen a Christopher Nolan film like in theaters before. So this was like a, a big thing for me. And one thing I will say is this movie should like really be experienced mm-hmm. in theaters. Like a lot of the times, like the sound needs to like have that impact, you know? Like to put you in the same headspace. Like it'll play these like weird disorienting sounds and it will make you feel disoriented and it kind of brings you a lot more into the film than if you're like watching it off like normal speakers Mm -hmm. so that's like one main thing and then going into the main plot i thought i knew what was going to happen in this film like i know who oppenheimer is i know he i know we made the bomb i know it dropped i know he was sad about it and all this. So I thought, okay, I'm not going to see any of this coming. But then we start off and it's like this um, this backstory to him, which was really cool about how he was like, he was kind of like trying out communism ideals of like you how he tried to poison his teacher kind of giving more depth to him. In the apple. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. also we have this Side by side arc of this guy who I've never heard of, and he is trying to be appointed to the presidential cabinet, and it's weird. It's like, how does this really connect to it? 
So we have that loose thread hanging about. And I feel like if you're like a historical scholar following like the time period, like the government, you all of this makes sense to you. But some with a basic understanding, it's really cool because it's like you went into something expecting to know everything and now all this crazy stuff's happening. But then midway point through the story, you follow like the basic stuff you think everyone already or that like basically everyone knows. He makes the camp in Los Alamos. He makes the bomb. The bomb is dropped in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah. And but then, that's like the second act, which is weird. And let me tell you something. That bomb going off was like absolutely insane. That was great in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know. Me and Uri were sitting next to each other. We both like leaned forward. Completely I ready. I also leaned forward way before everyone and told everyone else to lean forward. <laughs> yeah. And then, was, like, I think that was the best part of the movie was that. Yeah, the going. bomb dropping. Yeah, I would because, like it or not, that, no matter what, that scene is awesome. The bomb dropping. That mm-hmm. scene is awesome. You, you could not be following the plot at all. Like, you, you could literally sleep, walk in there, watch the bomb. <laughs> that was me. Watch the bomb scene and still be like, "This is amazing!" It like it goes off. It's this blinding light, and then it's the silence. Watching all these explosions and everyone's reaction, knowing like what they've created, how this will change everything. And then, oh, when that sound wave hit, I went literally flying back in my seat. It shocked me so much. Yeah, no, um, it was that the the bomb dropping was like, it was. Just like so visceral, and like we and how we watched it, it's it's kind of like there's so many great other moments in like in like movie history. That I think this could be like one of them because this was very impactful. Yeah. It was like this was my JFK getting shot in the head. You know, this is <laughs> what? Which is a, no, that's a yeah, reference to the it's a film. Reference to the film. So, and then we have the third act, which now you're now is like when you're starting to like piece together everything that's happening. It's like, oh, this is the try. This is the guy who is trying to take down Oppenheimer or did yeah. take down Oppenheimer now mm-hmm. getting his destruction for it. And that's alongside him basically just getting, um, grilled and interrogated which is like a great way to show his emotion and his guilt and his thought process which i think was good um but then yeah the the movie ends with him they, at um, a pond thinking yeah that the last line of this is really good it's like um oppenheimer talking to einstein einstein i feel like he was in this film for like Majority, yeah, of but he played very big role. Like, he's, yeah, Einstein was really good, and what's good is that it um, it kind of uh, it kind of makes you like fit, if you have to know the history mm-hmm. of it for some of it, like you need to know that Einstein was the one that said we need to make a bomb mm-hmm. before the Germans. Yeah, and I so, really like how they incorporated the use of his iconic line, "I am become death destroyer world." They. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I was waiting for them to do that, so when they did in, like, the first, like, 15 minutes, I'm But like, then what about when he, like, okay, says yeah, it in his head when during the... When he says it in his head, that's good. That 
like if I had never heard him say that line before, that would hit a lot harder. Um, because I feel like you wouldn't like have like the expectation mm-hmm. of him saying yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we end the film. It's Einstein Oppenheimer talking about it. Upon he's like, uh, you know, we were talking about how the nuclear bomb might cause a chain reaction and end the world. And he's like, yeah, it's like I think we did. And that I thought that line was pow- really powerful. Poetic. That was very on point. And that's the line that ends the film, which is yeah, I know. Like, it's like. It's a very it's this movie is a very interesting experience to go through that I feel like that needs to be dissected on rewatches. And yeah, you need to like come back with the context of who yeah. these characters were cuz I um there were so many like scientists in this. I couldn't like remember. Like there's like, "Oh, this guy, he was a Soviet spy." I'm like, "What did that guy do again?" Yeah, there and were, then, like, said, yeah, I'm not sure who any of the characters were. Yeah, and my turn. And then, um, like some of them, it's like you were able to be like, "Oh, this is the guy that wanted to make Mm -hmm. the hydrogen bomb." This guy is the commander. This guy, but then there's like, yeah, the general. Some of them you can be like, "Okay, these guys are characters." Yeah, a lot of them are specific, but then some of them are like side (laughs) characters that you never fully got to understand, and then they come back in the big like trial, and you're like. I, I don't I don't really understand like what is very significant. Yeah, no, it's it plays mm-hmm. for a very like kind of almost confusing watching experience because like Yeah, I was definitely it's confused like you, in a lot of you places, try still... to like understand what these thi- these people are, but like because like any good movie should not have you watch other thing you know other things beforehand. But it's like I think no one makes movies for rewatches for the rewatch factor. And so, it's yeah. It, it might take a while to understand because, like, so throughout this movie, sometimes I don't know. I can't even hear what they're really fully saying because they talk very fast. That at least for me, I yeah. talk very fast sometimes, and the physicist's talk goes over my head a bit. But mm-hmm. Beck, overall thoughts? Uh, overall. <laughs> a film I would definitely recommend even if you don't fully understand it those emotional moments still hit really hard and make it an amazing viewing experience and I very much recommended you watch, mm-hmm. watch it in yeah, theaters no, definitely because like it kind of feels weak in comparison to watching on what your little phone yeah yeah like you, you kind of need that and like most films are better experienced in theaters, but some you can very much get away with watching on, like, on your phone, like Barbie or something like that. I at mm-hmm. least watch Barbie on the TV. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like Barbie is not going to have that much of an impact now that I'm like, yeah. thinking about it. It's not It's not like... Well, Barbie's made more money than Oppenheimer, though. It has, oh. but, like, but also, like, the Mario movie has made, like, a ton more money than, like, a ton of other more like influential Barbie made films. more money than the Mario movie though already. Really? Okay, yeah. but okay, that's like first day. Yeah, so. but okay, Barbie. It's a good movie, but I wouldn't consider like to be on like a level. I'm not shaming it because like it's gonna obviously make a big impact on like little girls and like people who watch those like like girls who like watch the movie. It's like it's a very powerful movie for us. But this kind of movie kind of provides more of like uh 
a more of like a gentler kind of like character study of one man that we're seeing in this movie. It's a very yeah. powerful kind of like rendition of like what like total like I guess maybe total like total power can do like when he has like he kind of like they kind of like set this movie this guy to be like kind of like the most powerful person to ever exist and the most important yeah. person I think and like well yeah. said nothing this movie is perfect I think it kind of made it kind of made me like really mm-hmm. care about history because like it's like a movie like telling you about this can like really make you like actually care about like, oh like this is like insanely important like all this like stuff yeah. is, and like, like happening. it like it factually matters everything has led up everything they did has led up to this exact point and this movie like you can read about the history of Oppenheimer in a book but can you like like feel what is what it feels like to be Oppenheimer I feel like in this movie you got you can you felt like Oppenheimer in this movie yeah you can that's like one thing about like history class is like I remember, like, they showed us, like, this, these, like, videos of, like, trying to characterize the three people in, like, the Cuban Missile mm-hmm. Crisis, and what it did was, like, it explained, like, a backstory event that, like, made them choose what they were going to do in the Cuban Missile Crisis, and that made me connect with it a ton more than they were just, like, yeah, this guy, he didn't want the nukes to be fired in the Cuban mm-hmm. Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. You need, like, the characterization to actually, like, Yeah, no. That. I think... For me and Beck, I don't know about you, Aiden, but I think for me and Beck, it gave us something, like, very creatively. We could, like, it satisfied us. We, like, but I kind of want to hear the other side of someone who was, like, maybe a little less impressed with the movie. I still liked it, but a little less impressed. Someone who might have preferred the Barbie aspect of side of things more. I just want to hear that side. Now, who who's listened to the podcast before you could i'm not like the drama kind of guy i'm not a big fan of dramas oh i I like comedies more but like i can still and i can still yeah i thought you meant like a big guy who causes drama i was like (laughs) well no 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 No. like drama movies like i can still i still enjoy them just not to the level as comedies or anything like that guys i'm in color Um, now what Oppenheimer oh, let's go. was a good movie. Yeah. I will say it. the The script writing was amazing. The cinematography acting, was really good. Yeah, how they handled acting. I think was, silly. Uh, yeah, some of the accents. Some of the accents. I think the really main guy in. might win an Oscar though. Mm-hmm. The main yeah, guy yeah. might win an Oscar. But well, my main problem. One of my problems was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One problem is that I am currently taking drugs to not be in pain. <laughs> yeah, that, that is not the very best experience. Sleepy and drowsy. So I was half asleep for most of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I don't like history very much, and I never really learned about World War II because that happened during COVID, and oh. I never got retaught it. So. I was confused about everything. I'd never heard of Oppenheimer until this movie. Oppenheimer until this movie happened. So I was lost the entire movie. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I'm not going to say this movie is like 100% perfect. I I like it almost gets to that point, but there's 
I think there's definite definite flaws that's like let's just say in movie terms it's not very user friendly. It doesn't like mm-hmm. like this as we've said it's definitely for rewatch. It's going to take some inhaling, but like you know if you're not generally ingested into that history, I don't think this is a Nolan movie for you. I think something like maybe even though it's a harder to it's also a hard concept, I think something like Nolan, I mean Inception might work better. Because that's like action. It's like they make up their own type of thing in the thing. But I don't know. Did you have any like specific like thoughts about the movie? Or like, because I, I know you, you get lost, but like, any thoughts? Like, I didn't really like the um, has switching between the trial, the actual thing, and the black and white kind of didn't make sense. I didn't like how things weren't in chronological order. Despite being a history yeah, no. film, yeah, that was one thing that I was confused with at least in the beginning until I got my grasp on it was they kept saying like after the war, and I thought we were like mm-hmm. we were looking at Oppenheimer after World War Two, but it was actually just after mm-hmm. World War One. So mm-hmm. that kind of left me off like a wrong foot in the beginning of the film. So there's definitely like some clarity they could say like I don't know. So I swear, just put like a number like to say 1939 one time up on there and i'll, I'll, I'll yeah a lot of, uh, but almost like on the flip side of that, i'm gonna say like these scenes are used like, like if they had year title yeah. cards in there year or date title cards that showed that then it would make a lot more sense because there's a lot of cuts jumping around to different places in time showing the same thing multiple times from a different perspective but also being different. Yeah. It was very it's confusing. Definitely, yeah. It's Personally. definitely a very kind of hard movie to grasp. On the flip side, I say, I feel like the timeline stuff was kind of used specifically to confuse you in the beginning. So you can find out like the later half, the second piece, like third act of the movie. And so they're, and the scenes are kind of used to accentuate the other, to have a more narrative impact on you, to make it more cohesive, like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, you know, the kitty, she's, like, mean to, like, tell her because he, like, just recently, a few scenes ago, is like, he, like, he kind of bad-mouthed Oppenheimer to, like, the, to the, to, like, the board of, like, the, like, the Atomic, like, Energy Commission. And so it's, like, they're kind of used to narratively impact, to make a greater narrative impact on you, but... But this is, is a very Nolan thing to do, you know? It's kind of fuck with you, you know? Nolan's a very known for this. And so I feel like maybe it might, for you, it might have been, if another director had it who does the more traditional style, it might have been better for you, Aiden, is what I'm getting at. Maybe. Like, I don't, I've seen Interstellar. That's the only other Nolan film I've seen, and mm-hmm. I didn't really yeah. like that one either. That one was like equally as confusing and just generally. Dying. Yeah, no, it's it's. Yeah. We got we got a game to watch Inception. That's one's a lot. I, al- I also think th- a three-hour movie. Is I'm gonna too say long. this. I, um, I definitely think, I think it depends. There's an argument for this movie to be cut down, and there's an argument movie to be kind of just the length it is in both mm-hmm. ways. Beck, do you have an argument? Which side do you pick? I'm saying they definitely could have cut scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I feel like a film can have a justified three-hour runtime. 
Yeah, but like, I don't think this one did. Yeah, no, the pacing did not support a real three-hour no, runtime. The pacing was felt weird a bit. I'm gonna say this: I think both Barbie and Oppenheimer could have cut scenes down. Both of them, they're both oh, simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. I, do I really see this? All of this, but yeah. I think each movie, I think Barbie probably could have cut out 20 minutes of time, and I think Oppenheimer probably could have cut out yeah, like 30 no. or yeah. 40. Yeah, Barbie definitely could have cut down. But I'm stuff. just gonna... I'm gonna say this about Oppenheimer. I f- Let me think. Well, honestly. I'll say I'll say I don't regret doing Barbenheimer. Yeah, I no, this, this was a great no, was a great. I had lots of fun with my friends, and I both movies were enjoyable. I'd never seen a movie ba- like, like yeah less than I hoped. I didn't. I I'd never seen like a movie back to back before, so this was fun. And also, like the event of just like going there, getting all the food, like five people doing it like as a joke. Yeah, but it was fun. I wish I was able to participate mm. in the food eating. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to say, and I'm going to ask you a question. Were you kind of lost in the beginning where things were kind of slow? A hundred percent. I was so confused in the first, like, ten minutes. Yeah, for some I reason, I kind of, of felt that. I just felt being next to you, I kind of felt you might have been lost for some reason. I just felt like you might have been... Yeah, I, I felt you might have been lost. And that's from... Even for me, I was like thinking, like, in the beginning, it was... I thought it, was, it had a really slow start, but it's like, mm-hmm. and then, but then, like, okay, I was like, okay, can we, can we move? Yeah, once I got to the bomb, well, the bomb building, building was like more, and then once it started building through the bomb thing, I feel like that's when it hit the stride. But personally, this is actually kind of a twist, because you assume that after the bomb building, the second act, for me at least, it would be a little slow, it would go back to slowness. It's but over. for me, I felt the trial stuff was actually, for me at least, because I found that stuff interesting, I thought that was more engaging than the bomb building for me, because I found it was really interesting that they're not focusing too much on, like, oh, impact, like, bomb building, like, more stuff. They're thinking, like, the impact of, like, this man, like, the communist ties he might have had. Yeah, the psychological effect Yeah, because, like, one thing that... I... Yeah? It was also just, like, it was like, bro, why was the U.S. government, like, so concerned with communism? That's, like, something I feel like a lot when, like, reading about, like, the history about it and, like, seeing it in this film, it's, like, actually crazy how much witchcraft yeah, no, they were it's doing. Yeah, no, it's insane. Because in this era of McCarthyism, it's got, that's communism was kind of, like, the number one enemy. Oh, yeah. One other thing. They made, like, Truman... The no, it's like asshole. that was that was very funny, and I'm like, for some, I feel like Nolan just like for some reason really didn't like Truman because he has like one line. It's like, I'm the one that killed all of them. You think they care about the guy? I'm the, the one bomb? who knocks. I am Hiroshima. You little bitch. You think that was on you? I literally paint my head red. You bitch. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a little weird of a scene. But yeah. I'm going to say, like, I really like how they didn't kind of paint Oppenheimer in one light. They had multiple lights. Like, I feel like it played true to who he was because, like, we have this, we think, because he's, like, a weird nerdy guy and that we can, like, protagonize with. Like, we, oh, he's, like, he was the main character. But then 
this movie, even though it was like from the prosecutor is a bad guy, I feel like the prosecutor has made a good point. Like, okay, now you have some moral principles after you literally made the bomb. And you don't want to build another super it's, weapon? Wait, you were on board with this, like... And so it kind of told you that, yes, he was a complex person, but he also was kind of a monster who built a bomb, you know? And that's why I feel like I feel like that's yeah. I feel like the that's how Oppenheimer even probably felt about himself, you know. I feel like that's why he says he's become death. Yeah. And death is kind of like sign like not just death isn't one thing. It's kind of like a mul- ambiguous like multifaceted thing that's kind of everything and nothing. And I feel like that's I feel like the ultimate movie message is kind of like Oppenheimer represents kind of like a death. And, like, you, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, because what did you guys think about Oppenheimer as a character? Did you like him? Or, like, what were your thoughts? No. You liked like him? him. He, um, he was, he was compelling. I, I wanted to see what happened to him. He, um, he definitely was, like, very, um, antisocial. He was, like, the very silent man, He got type. chicks, man. But I feel like you could see through the acting that, like, it was taking a big emotional pain on him. And that's why I feel like you really need a good actor to play him. Because he, he's not the guy to, like, say all of this. He's the guy, he's the type of guy that's subtly, like, with his eyes and, like, with his facial expressions. And, uh, so I feel I, like, no, yeah. I, I really, it was like, I feel like it was very much a character study, in my opinion. It was very, like... It's like yes. this is one guy who's like who has the power of the world in his hands, you know. But yeah, in some some of the other characters, obviously could have been fleshed out. I don't know, like obviously she's important, but Jean Tadlock didn't really do that much for me. The uh, suicide uh... one. Oh. See, I went. I went to the bathroom when she killed herself, so I was just confused why she didn't show back up in the movie, and no one explained. Yeah, it to me. I feel like some parts could have been trimmed out. Um, I don't know if I truly believe that. Um, like I felt like maybe they could have made worked on like the the Louis Strauss part of things like a bit more because like okay, so what? His like his like mm-hmm. chief person is like you know what? I don't like you anymore because you were mean to Oppenheimer. Yeah, and also, I feel like his character motivation is like, he embarrassed me in a Congress trial. I'm going to kick him out of his career. Yeah. Um, It didn't but feel the best. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, you embarrassed me twice. I'm going to ruin yeah. your life. It's kind of petty. But I mean, humans like, are petty people, and the, the guy was, I think, I don't know, do you do any research on him? Was he, how was he in real life? I don't know. His Wikipedia page was like extremely yeah. long, and the Oppenheimer part was like not that long of it. I don't know. It'd be cool to like watch like a YouTube video explaining everyone. But I'll just say recap. I feel like both Barbie and Oppenheimer kind of provide kind of like I feel they are. I feel like they're two sides of like a different coin of a coin that's like one just like kind of this bubbly thing as like more of a kind of like a social commentary on large and then you got like this dark side it's more of just a singleized character study that represents it does bring social commentary but more it's like this 
this the mind of one man who's cross probably could be the most important man on earth causing these ripples and it's like the, there's two sides yeah and prefers this side and i think beck and me while loving this side me and beck i i uh, like I this side just a bit but overall i think they they both they, it's a curse and a gift that they provided the same viewing experience on the same day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good experience. We were able to watch and so really I'm going to give both of them an A+. Plus. True. I, should, uh, I, I would maybe A-minus for Barbie, but okay. I'll probably rewatch Oppenheimer yeah. at some point. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see myself like rewatching Barbie no. anytime in the future. Unless, kinda, unless like my family puts it on, I'll probably. Yeah, no, it. It, yeah. It kind of feels like something like you were at a party, like, oh, we should put on Barbie. I'm like, I need to be like, oh, okay, I'll sure. watch Oppenheimer yeah. to rejudge. Because you are under the influence again. Let's not. Yeah, no, you gotta do yeah. weed gummies next time. Let's do some weed gummies. Okay, I wanna. I know it's we're running out in time, but I wanna talk about the trailers just a bit. I think we all can choose one. Let's topic do. Can to we do? Right um, okay. Yeah. Um, I have a topic I want to talk about. You guys get to choose what you. I'll talk about right. Invincible because I <laughs> forgot. I watched. I, I want to talk some of about. It. I'll talk about. So... Okay. Okay. Uh, Aiden, you go first. Okay, um, so I'm gonna talk about the Fiona and Cake. Oh, yeah, I actually do uh, need your take on this. Okay, because you never watched Adventure Time. I never watched it. After finishing Steven Universe, please watch Adventure Time. That one's also really good. I will try, I will try. That one's a a top five show, in my opinion. Oh, wow, okay. That's one of my favorite shows. Um, Okay. The trailer for Fiona and Cake looked really interesting. It looks like a multiverse hopping show potentially. Which so, like, is explain what this show is because I think it's like I, from what it looks like, from what I've seen, it's like an mm-hmm. alternate universe with like the characters of Adventure Time, but in like the real world. Well, so Fiona and Cake within the story of Adventure Time is a story written by the Ice, Ice King. King. Of gender bent adventure time, uh-huh. um, and then there is a Fiona and Cake show in the show. Also, it's a little bit confusing. Like an epi- episode in the show about it, it. It's weird. It's weird. Um, but the trailer had a bunch of characters that we're familiar with. Like it had Marsha Lee and Prince Bubblegum and Fiona and Cake and characters that we know, but they were living normal lives. So this could be before the Mushroom War, or in a world that magic doesn't exist in, or it could just be its own thing altogether. Yeah, I'm confused by what you just said, but I think I'll get it yeah, if I watch it. <laughs> um, but it looks interesting. The art style looks really good, and I am excited for this show to continue. One thing I like about Adventure Time is they don't reboot their stuff they just continue their stuff mm-hmm. what is that what, what do you mean by mm-hmm. that that's cool well because once adventure time ended they had distant lands which was like four extra ep- four like hour long episodes about certain characters and they like an are epilogue? Their own yeah they're, it's like an epilogue it came out a couple of years after the show ended 
And those were really nice bookends to a lot of characters. And then this Fiona and Cake thing hopefully will continue. The like main poster for it has characters from the main universe. Like it has Finn, it has Simon, it has Marceline on it. And I want to know where that goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited gonna, for that. You're, you're going to watch it, right? Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I All think right, I'll I... try and start rewatching Adventure Time. Also, I'll, tr- I'll try to. Um... Beck, it's only 34 <laughs> hours in length, the entire show. I Wait, of Adventure it. Time? Yeah, I Googled how many hours is Adventure Time, and it said 34. Oh, wow, hours. that's very doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I saw, I saw there were like 12 seasons. I thought it would be like way longer than that. Yeah, yeah but that's only like what? Like oh, a they're month? Also like, they're also like 11, 11 minutes cool. long for that. Yeah, doable. That's like, uh, yeah, and very it's not, doable. It's not like episodical. They're like, they're like their own mini stories within themselves, but then they'll have. God love a show yeah, that balances yeah. serialized okay. and episodicness. Adventure All Time right. does that. Um, okay, right, I'm excited about, fuck it, I'm gonna change it to Futurama, because that's more upcoming. Okay, so, so Futurama's coming, today was July 21st, also known as Barbenheimer Day, but we've already done that. Guys, what? I think, I'm reading about this guy named Oppenheimer, I think you should have a movie about him, but never mind. Uh, um, so Futurama oh. is coming on the 24th, I believe, it's coming on the 24th. Okay, so I am super, super excited. I've been rewatching episodes of the previous season, and I just can't mm-hmm. capture how much my joy and love for this TV show. Because, like you know, people say people don't really, some people don't even like the later seasons. I love, I still like the later seasons. You know, I still like them. I don't think any episode of Futurama is terrible for me. I like them all. You know, I. I enjoy them quite immensely, so no matter what, I am excited for this franchise to return. So, my question is, Beck, are you going to watch a new season? I mean... If I get a Hulu subscription, I will watch the entire show. I want to watch Futurama. I watched the first season. I loved the first season. I just do not have a Hulu subscription right now. You should should pirate it. Me and Aiden are probably going to give... I don't like weekly reviews that. of each episode, I assume, because when that one comes out, yep. and that's yeah. going to be really exciting. So I, so I'm assuming it's going to be like ten episodes, and then a break, and then another ten episodes. Is how they're going to do that, and so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. The episodes, I'm excited because like, it's like finally some like. We're getting some good news in my sphere of animation that I like to watch. And because we also have on the other side, Solar Opposites, that's coming up. Harley Quinn, that's also coming up. So for me, it's going to be very fruitful. Those trailers and... mm-hmm. I am excited for the adult animated content that is coming out with those and the Superman show and Fiona. And, and so it's very, yeah. very exciting. Bextifer, Higgins, very Lions, awesome. Pigeons. What would you like to say to me? I'm not talking to you, Uri. I'm talking to the audience. Saying, watch Invincible. That's, That's also coming All out. Alright. 
Just for it me. It is coming Just out. I need, Just... to re- I need to, I need to watch September. Yeah, okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk through. So Invincible for me, just for came me came out in like oh my god, in Vin like Invincible came out in like uh like what 2021? Um yeah, 2021. Like it was two like years ago. I think I it was know. during my sophomore year, like the May. Yeah. Okay. It came out 2021. It was really good. It was in. It was like Amazon Prime somehow was really good at doing like dissections of like superhero tropes and like good the two TV, TV shows. shows. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, the two TV shows that they have that people like actually know are those two. So Invincible season one came out. It was amazing, and then I I don't know if they had already greenlit a season two, but. It took them a while, and now two years later, we're getting season two. It comes out, I believe, September third, and I definitely need to rewatch it because I don't remember mm. a lot of it. Um, but what they did, did, they did. what they did do, what was <laughs> today, they dropped a fifty-five minute special that was like um, Adam Eve's mm-hmm. origin story. That's like. It's like, like a full Bible? episode. Yeah, no, no Adam, like, um, that's like an amazing joke. Like, like the, like the yeah. thing. Hey, Aiden, do you have Amazon Prime? Right. Uh, my mom does. I yeah, if if you, I feel like Invincible yeah. might, be, might be your alley because, like, you probably like superheroes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I love how it's like alley, it not, uses I, like I animation, like uh, like regular, uh, like stag shock yeah, animation, yeah. like. This show, I don't, I, I don't think it would work in like. Live I, I sometimes I always rewatch like the final episode of the season of Invincible because that was a fire final yeah. episode, and some I like to watch um just... the second oh, really? to last one because it's like them literally throwing everything yeah. they can at it, and but it's the, so yeah. funny. Or like my it's only so, thing like, with terrifying. this show is like mm-hmm. um, like the Omni Man plot is the big draw of it. Outside of it, there's not that much more engaging plot for me. The Only Man plot is really what brings everybody in. I would say that's like the top yeah. plot, you know? And so, did you like yeah. the episode? I'm halfway through, but it seems pretty normal, and I think it's going to be good character development, because, I don't know, I do, I do not really remember Adam Eve from the original. It just... She um, she didn't really make much of an impact. I don't really remember a lot of the characters, so that's why I'm definitely um, thinking well, I should rewatch. I like to say about a character he's called Invincible. I don't know if you know that, but his name is Mark. Oh my, he's not Mark in the Grayson. episode. It's all right. Well, I think that's so all. I'm gonna wreck, we should wreck, show wreck Barbieheimer. Yeah, so, always use That's Celsius. Good. I agree, guys. You should watch. Always use Barbie. Celsius, you lovely always bastards. Celsius. Always Celsius.